The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, July 29th, 2023, inflation has boosted the private label brands on everything, including cigars. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you are listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its 14th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine, Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row, The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Mr. Jonathan is back, and you missed some big news last week. I heard it. Mr. Jonathan, you heard? Uh, Yeah, Barry has left the building and out of the industry and um, he is available if you need to call him. He told me I could leave his number. It's 911. <laughs> if you're looking to hold him. You also missed, we smoked the Atabay 10 year last oh, week. Dave, yeah, I see what we're smoking this week, and it, uh, I got the short end of the stick there. If you call Barry, they'll make sure you have your credit card ready. Yeah, does he accept credit cards? How does that work? I, he just likes you to have your credit card. He gets card ready. mad if it's yeah. not ready. Okay. All right. We, yeah, we did hear that. Um, all right. What are we going to have? Let's light her up. All right. Our first cigar today is the Dos Ombre Nicaraguan Robusto. It weighs in at five inches by 50 ring gauge. A single is $3.99 or a bundle is $59.99. That's a bundle of 20. It makes them just $3 a cigar or 25% off when you buy them by the full bundle. And if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries... Nobody carries this. Two Guys Smoke Shop's <laughs> private label bundle brand. Yes. Uh, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. And uh, when I ended up making this brand many, many years ago, this was made, I believe, in 89, 1989. I started making do, dos ombre, dos ombre, dos ombre, right? You know, you can call it whatever you want because it's your cigar, yeah. but dos. in Spanish it would be dos. Dos hombre, and I say dos hombre a lot, but dos hombre meaning two, two guys. I mean, two it hombre. would be dos hombres. And it is yeah. hombres. Yeah. Dos hombres. Yeah, but you so say you dos say, hombre. You say both words incorrectly about <laughs> yeah. your own brand. All right. And I'm not surprised at that at all. But um, we remember Garanimals? Oh, yeah. for you? Is it the one with the, the Teddy Grahams you could dip in the, the no. frosting? No. no, it was for the kids to match their the clothing. Clothes. Like you'd have an elephant top with an elephant bottom. And yeah, what if you label, know it goes They were color-coded, basically. Yeah. What if your boner wasn't big enough to be an elephant? Could you have like a canary? Sure. Anyway, <laughs> this is the Nicaraguan, and it has a green band with the regular logo that, that's on it for... Do- Dos hombres. Oh, nice. Yeah? 
Doesn't sound right. And then we have the Honduran with the red band and the white band, which was the Dominican, Dominican still. And we had a black band and an Mexican. orange band, the Mexican. Ill-tempered right? Mexican. Yeah. So anyway, this is the Nicaraguan one. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. We got a couple shout-outs this week. We got two Johns in the audience. One came from Kuwait. You get three. You got a latrine. And then the other one came from, uh, is it Ottawa, Canada? Just outside Toronto. Is it still Ottawa? It's not Ottawa. Toronto and Ottawa are two different places. Kuwait's a long way to come for the show. Well, he went from Kuwait to Canada to visit his friend. Yeah. And then they decided it would be a good idea to come here. (laughs) Because it was closer than the the flight from Kuwait. Sure. It's unbelievable. Is that the longest traveled? Australia. Or Bangkok, Bangkok, Thailand. That was pretty far. Um, but it is what it is. Um, so it is private label cigars. Keep in mind that this cigar we're smoking by the bundle comes out to $3 per cigar, uh, which is unheard of because, uh, so you understand. So let's understand. Go ahead. Let's understand you. (laughs) S-chip, which is the children's health, state children's health. When a cigar comes into the United States, 41 cents you pay as soon as it comes in. Mm-hmm. Plus, you shipped it. You imported it into, into the U.S. So you got a few cents there. When did that start? Did that chip start? Twenty first. Uh, it was the and first. Are, are the children healthier now? No, no, it didn't no. work at all. Well, it, they, they, they instead of go, putting the tax in, they should have just stopped feeding the kids lectins, and then we all set. <laughs> oh, because God. it did exactly what we expected to do. It went into the general fund, and it didn't go directly where it, it it's supposed to be going to. It's a bunch of bullshit. Uh, it should go away. Actually, it doesn't make any sense. It's we threw tea in the ocean because of double taxation. We have double, triple, quadruple taxation when it comes to cigars. But back to this $3 cigar. $0.41 cents is coming in just on that tax. Along with that, the importation of it, the bans, the processing, the credit card fees, the retailer sells it to you at $3. It's like impossible Mm-hmm. That a cigar can be $3 nowadays, and it is. And when I came out with this brand in what I believe was... Um, 1989. 89, yeah. The idea was DOS or DOS 2 would be, it'd be a $2 cigar mm. in the $2 range. So it has different sizes. So if this was the smallest size at that point, and I believe it was at that time... This was the $2 one, and then it went up to $2.99, say, on the Churchill or Gordo or whatever, the big size. Sure. Presidente, right? We got oh, a Presidente, yeah. a big Presidente, was $2.99. by 52. It's a monster. Yeah. And all these years have gone by, and the cigar is still, this is $3, or we mm. could call it $2.99 or whatever, but we just got to the point where it's just impossible to do it, but... I used it as a, basically a business card for our, for our business. For sure. Um, highly profitable business-wise, probably not, but uh, a good everyday cigar. 
and we sell an awful long, a lot of them. This is a long-filled cigar. If I was hmm. taking a part so you understand what a long-filled cigar is as opposed to a short-filled cigar or a sandwich or a Cuban sandwich, the different terminologies they have it, tobacco goes from end to end in here, a tobacco leaf, and it's folded in the end-to-end tobacco. Other than maybe did a few of the tips broken off to fill in any voids right. that might happen. Um, uh that's how they made it at the beginning, and that's the way I continue to have it made over the years. We've switched factories, all kinds of different things. We don't have the Mexican anymore. We don't have this one. We bring this one in. A factory moves. But we're dealing with factories that make lots of cigars, uh, including high, expensive cigars that are out there. And it was a place for them to actually take their two lights or their two darks. So they're making cigars, and when you're rolling cigars, you're using tobacco leaves. You roll the cigar, and then they're put, and they're dried, and now they're color sorted. Things that are way too light for this particular brand that they make for themselves or something that is way too dark will take those as one of these brands. So you don't have to disassemble them. You don't have to uh, try to sell them off. We take them all. Because the fact to, to the to person rolling the cigar, they just have the raw materials. It's not until just prior to putting the band on that the decision is made whether or not it falls in the, the correct color parameters. Yes. Especially some higher-end cigars that just not going to mess with it. Now, this happens to be a Nicaraguan. Every Dos Ombre has natural and Maduro with the exception of Nicaraguan. Hmm. Why is that? Why are you asking me that? You're the one who's supposed to know the answer. That's a boner move. nobody will sell us the two darks on Nicaraguan tobacco Mm. because they're very sought after. Ah. That's what they want is darker Nicaraguan tobacco. So in this case, we only have natural. We've only ever had natural. Nobody would ever give us. Every other line has a natural Maduro. There's barbecue bowls. There's box press. There's every kind of cigar that you name. But I can't get the two darks. They want them. Those are sought after for whatever reason. Um, lots of flavor in Nicaraguan tobacco. Sure. Therefore, they, it does tend to be fuller-bodied. Americans look at darker tobacco and say it's stronger. And if they are looking for that to begin with, they'd be looking for darker tobacco in, the, in that case. So um, primings that uh, aren't used on other cigars also could be used on this. Factories slowing down on their production or whatever it is. Stop making these cigars for us and maybe a priming down, a priming up from what you, you know, you have these extra things and you're saying, okay, I, we can use a little bit more higher on this, but if we go any higher than that, it's not going to taste like a cigar, it'll be this. Or a little lower, it'll be that. And I remember going to the factories back then and saying this to them, your, your factory will actually operate much better if you make Way more cigar. efficient. Right. Way more efficient. So you have a place for these, these cigars to go to. Um, because you end up selling the tobacco that you don't use if you're not making cigars you sell the tobacco at way below what you pay right. for it to get rid of it or you can and, make and cigars too, and, and you can charge a reasonable price and it's too small for a company to necessarily take that small amount on so right. it's not going to be all that easy there's not companies that just say we take everything you know hmm. um after they roll the cigar we're certainly not aging the cigar for 10 years like the uh Atabay we smoked last week Jonathan, uh, you would have liked that. Yeah, you would have. You know, I mean, this is good, too. This is good. This is good. But this is aged after it's rolled for three weeks. Huh. Cellophane bundled 
shipped the whole thing. Ends but it up would happening. never be two weeks. It's always at least three. <laughs> at least three. Because yeah. you the sick process that <laughs> yeah, ends up. Yeah. It takes three, three weeks <laughs> or so to do. Uh, the current yearly production uh, for Dos Ombre is half a million cigars a year that we Ooh. go through. There's full-size brands that don't do that. Correct. Um, and that's just a house brand just for us uh, in bundles. As for the factories... There are multiple factories that make these cigars for us and of all the different kinds that there are, but they always ask not to be recognized for this because there isn't another cigar that's $3. So you, you're buying their more expensive cigar, and if I was to tell you this is Brand X factory, then you'd say, I'm not going to smoke Brand right. X. I don't want to hurt them. I want to help them, and they want to help me too. This is working out both ways, so uh, we and leave that, that out. That's pretty common, right, with private label. It's yes. really something that of you course. would know, but they tell you you can have this, but don't tell them. Yeah. Now, you're going to answer no to this question, so I'm going to defer to Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan, have you ever mowed your lawn? No. I did when I was a kid. All right. Yeah, I've done it. But... So you've mowed lawns before. Yeah. So you mow the lawn, and a couple of days goes by, and the sun is just beating down on the lawn and you mulched it and there's this grass clippings kind of floating so at the top. grassy tasting? I haven't said anything All right. yet. I'm just, I'm just setting the picture here. So you got the, the, the dried out sort of hay-like grass clippings on the top and you drop your jumbo-sized marshmallow right in the hay. You already licked it. It's in the hay. picks up a little hay. You don't dust it off. You just, you take a bite of the marshmallow with... You've already three licked day it. Year old Did hang. you lick your marshmallows? <laughs> no. All right, just wondering. If I'm eating a marshmallow, I'm licking it first. <laughs> You're not eating a marshmallow. I'm not eating a marshmallow. But if um, I did, I'd lick it first. Speaking of grass, weren't you supposed to eat grass? I think the statute of limitations is up on that. Huh. You know, the chat room says we ought to light the cigar. All right, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. All right, we're going to light our cigar today with the... Well, we're going to cut it. We did. Okay, let's light it. <laughs> We cut it. I looked. It's already cut. It's already cut. It is already cut. Uh, we're going to light our cigar today with the Cyclone by Vertigo featuring a flip top, three jets fueled by the patented Vertigo big ass tank. This is the OG right here. The original big ass tank. Easy adjustment at the bottom, all for the low price of $12.99 or two for 20 at twoguyscigars.com. That is the Cyclone by Vertigo. See, much like this cigar, this lighter. You don't have to pay a lot to get a great lighter. Correct. You don't have to pay a lot to get a great cigar. It's a great cigar. And I can't tell you, but if I told you who makes these things, you'd be surprised. Hmm. You'd be surprised. But all good factories do it. Yeah. That they make a private... And I'm not talking just cigars. All good... Um, yeah, if you're if you're processing beef, you're making yes. hot dogs. You, you got to have a place. But to I'm put not the saying you even making hot dogs. If you're processing sausages, um, you know Delmonico string beans, you're making pepperoni, macar- <laughs> um, um, market basket, a star market, or somebody else's mm-hmm. string beans too. You're doing it, and there's not one that's different than the other. Maybe they'll say we'll we'll cut yours on slants instead of straight or whatever, just to make them seem different, but you think they're picking out the bad tobacco leaves? You think they're picking, ba- oh, here's... No, no, it, it boils down to the color of that outside wrapper is going to be the determination. The filler is the same. That's it. On the inside. 
All right. So uh, inflation has boosted the sales of private label items. One way people are still smoking cigars when the budgets are tight uh, on their disposable income is uh, purchasing store-bought brands. The grocery store to drug stores, the generics and store brands are truly good values. Why? The cost to the retailer is less for them to buy, and they will also, if it's private label to them, make less margin. And there's a reason to make less margin on it because the only place they can get this is back to your store. So I'll make less money on it, but now I have solidified that customer. There's nowhere else to go. If you're smoking Dos Ombre, there's there's no place for you to go other than Two Guys Smoke Shop. So I can make a little less money, but I guarantee you're going to come to me because you're not going to get it any anywhere else. And it, it's amazing sometimes the the number of these that some customers smoke. You know, they'll come in every week for their three or four bundles. Oh yeah, yeah. these are heavy users yeah. that end up and that and I listen. I would love heavy users on Atabay, right? Wouldn't that be nice? But that's not the case. No. That person smokes a cigar no. now and then, and the person that smokes something like this smokes a lot. We're talking volume. So let's talk about generic store brands. Um, should you spend the extra two bucks on the name brand ketchup, for instance, or just reach for the store brand? And more on ketchup later on. Shouldn't be eating ketchup anyways. It's terrible we'll, for we'll, you. We'll make that decision is, in, in a little is while. Is it the lectins? You didn't like lectins, it even before sugar. you sugar. Yeah. yeah, it's bad. We'll get to that I later. I love it. But should you pay $2 extra for the name brand ketchup, or should you just buy the generic store brand ketchup? What would you do? Let's assume you love ketchup. I don't. I hate ketchup. Mustard. I'm going to talk about mustard. All right. You just get the generic mustard. Yeah, it's the same shit. Same okay. shit. With the ketchup, you'd have to try the generic and see, well, is this like Heinz or is it like Hunt's? Right, right. You know, because I don't want Hunt's. No? No. Now, I, I want when it comes Heinz. to mustard, I like the one that has the mustard balls, the little seeds in it. Balls. The, the thick ones. So brown you mustard. You can't get that brown in a squeeze mustard? bottle. You got to get that in the glass bottle, and they don't have a generic, so I'm stuck. In the store you go to, somebody has a generic of everything. <laughs> so the answer is it's the same, and don't spend the extra two dollars. Maybe buy one one of it. You yeah. try it out till you figure out what it is, and then you know, and then that's it. And you don't ever have to go back. You can do a side by side comparison, you can, or which is fun. Or maybe a blind taste test. There we go. It's a lot of fun. With mustard? With sure. mustard, with everything. With everything. You got pastrami with that? Sure, if that's what you want to do. If sure. you're going to put mustard. Generic products are manufactured by the same companies that make the name brand version of it. The mock-up is uh, paying for advertising, promoting their brand. That's what's happening. In the case of Dos Ombre, we're not advertising anything. We don't, we don't ever advertise it. There's no advertising that has ever happened with this brand in all this time. And still, we sell a half a million in the store with no advertising. It's a great name, even for, what, a tequila? Right, right. <laughs> and we, we own the trademark to when we had to allow that, by the way. You see the tequila. I didn't copy them. They copied me, and I gave them the rights to actually do it because they promised me a case of it. And, and never, you didn't get and it. And never sent it to me. And, that, and that's not That's okay. a breach of contract. You it can't is. trust those actors. Right. So flour, sugar, rice, pasta, beans, spices, box cakes, oatmeal, vinegar, nuts, dried fruit, canned vegetables, canned soups, broth, and condiments. Buy the generic right across the board. Is there anything there that you would disagree on on those uh, items? High-end balsamic vinegar that has already been partially reduced. There's no generic for that. 
Mm-hmm. So you get that one you're stuck on. I, I don't have that on my list. I said vinegar, though. You did say vinegar. Most of the vinegars you're fine just getting vinegar. Uh, get the store brand. Frozen foods. Oh, without question. That you look at the ingredients, they're the, they're the same exact font. same thing. Yeah. Everything's the same. Exact same. Costco, their way cheaper store brand batteries, for instance, are the exact same as the expensive name brand because that's who makes it. Some of these things I know the answers to. I did research to get ready for this. Even the same factory. I mean, it's mm-hmm. the same thing except the lettering that's on the battery Just a itself. different sticker. Milk. Did you know that dairy products like milk are processed and distributed at the local level? Generic versions are usually the same you'll find at the, with a fancy label on it. For sure. So even milk. Uh, butter. Now, I know you do fancy butter. I see it in the mm-hmm. butter. Uh, they're off buying generic. You're better off buying the generic version. The store-bought version is the same exact brand. The only difference mm-hmm. is the packaging. For regular butter, yes. For my pasture-raised, high-end, high-fat content butter, I got to go with, with my brand. Because I see you buy them. You buy generic stuff, but you also, yeah. with, when it comes to butter. When it comes to butter, I go with the, the Truly brand. Also what? cheese. No Lando Lakes? No, 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 none of that. None of that. You can make her knees look like boobs, though, if you fold uh, that know. package right. I think they changed the packaging on that. Ugh. So what about uh, cigars? Uh, if you're selling brands in your store exclusively for over 30 years, uh, my very first brand uh, is what we're smoking here, uh, over half a million a year, long fill premium. Um, if it was the second for the of the company, seconds, there's no way I would have half a million a year of them, right? So take that out of your way. Unless they had really bad rollers. Right. Uh, and they would fire them and it wouldn't – because that's usually the, the go-to of what somebody will say of the generic brand of saying, oh, these are seconds. There's a very, very rare that – Cigars have seconds. Is it no? Because if it not enough to make a brand out of it. If it, yeah. If it makes a, if it makes it to inspection and it fails inspection, that they want that roller to learn from their mistake and they show the roller what they did wrong. Yeah, and and their regular brand would end up costing twice as much because they'd be losing out on the first half of what they ended up doing. So get that out of your mind too. And listen, I'm good if you, you, you're spending the extra money, especially you mm-hmm. buying it from me, but I'm telling you uh, when, when it comes to some of these private label brands, and that goes for not just my private label, my store brand, but don't be scared to try that cigar in the brick and mortar store that, that you go into and you say, what's this? Oh, this is our private label brand. There's nothing wrong with that private. They didn't make it in the store. They didn't make it. Right. (laughs) And you try it. Buy one. You try Mm -hmm. it out. You say, oh, my God. Or, wow, this is a crap shot filled cigar or something. Because you can buy crappy shot filled cigars for your private label brand, too. But you would think when I put my logo onto this back in 89, I said, no, this has to be a great cigar, great bang for your buck cigar. And let me save money. Let me put it in bundles. I don't have the cost of the boxes. Let me put a cheap band on it as opposed to an expensive one. Let me get it down as low as I possibly can so the average guy could buy this. And especially if the economy ends up getting hurt, and that's why we're talking about it today, there's some place for for that customer to go. And even people who normally smoke higher-end cigars, it's good to find a bundle that you like. You know, it may not be your favorite, but... 
You may be doing for your third work. cigar of the well, day, or, or working you're doing in the yard, filling your humidor. You know, a humidor operates best if it has a lot of cigars in it, yep. especially so the wintertime. Get two or three cigars <laughs> left in your humidor. Get a bundle and put a bundle in there, and you're going to pick at them every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And what's going to happen is, after a while, and you get good, you're going to say, "There's nothing wrong with that cigar." There's nothing wrong no. with it. Is there anything wrong with the cigar that there we've had so far? There's nothing wrong with the cigar. If, if I took the band off it, maybe you'd have a better guess of what the cigar was if the band yeah. wasn't on it. Uh, but right now, it's time to ask the Don from Don Raphael Cigars. It's time to ask the Don. Brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Don Raphael Cigars are premium cigars, mellow and smooth, built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael Cigars. Now, here is the question of the week. He's not so much, he doesn't sound like a Don, he just sounds like he's the creepy guy looking at me outside the window. Mellow and smooth. Uh, Jacob writes through the Contact Us page of the Cigar Authority Dot com. Hello, Cigar Authority. I'm fairly new to cigars and got my first torch lighter a few months ago. I believe it to be a Vertigo Cyclone. Here you go. I was wondering if any of you bleed your torches or simply refill them anytime they get low. I've seen videos of people bleeding theirs with a specific tool that I don't have, but they'll say you could use a pen or a small screwdriver as well. I've tried those and it didn't work, so I simply refilled mine and called it good. Works great still. So here's what's going to happen for anybody with lighters, especially if your lighter appears broken. And I'm saying appears broken because I fixed 99% of lighters with this trick. If you do flip the lighter upside down and you don't have a fancy bleed tool, and what the bleed tool does is it's the perfect diameter to match up to the stem that the lighter fills with that will depress the, um, the exit of the butane. So you won't deform the stem when you go to bleed the lighter up, but the lighter does have to be completely upside down. The reason you're bleeding it is if you look at, especially on the cyclone, there's little vents on the side and those vents allow air inside the tank when the lighter gets used. Otherwise the tank would implode. You'd have reverse pressure. So it helps keep the pressure equalized. By the time you get to about the fifth refill, you'll have so much pressure in the lighter that the lighter will just continue to click and click and click, and you won't be getting butane to come out of the jets. Jonathan, it would implode like a poorly constructed submarine? Is that what you're saying? It would be not dissimilar to that. All right. So, yes, flip your lighter upside down and bleed it. If you don't have a fancy bleed tool, another option that you have should never be a pen, because if you fry the ball of the ballpoint pen, you're going to drop ink into your lighter, and then it's never going to work again. Use a small precision screwdriver like one you'd see for a pair of eyeglasses, and that'll give you enough uh, pressure on that stem and enough ways for the gas to escape so that you can bleed it just prior to filling it. And but I yeah, believe, you should bleed, I bleed it every, every time. time. Every I do time. too. Yep. I like time. to get a complete fill so I don't have to do it as often. Don't yeah. use a small straight screwdriver. Use a Phillips screwdriver because the straight screwdriver is going to deform the stem faster than a Phillips head will. Well, buy that little tool it's for ten five bucks. bucks. Ten bucks. It's ten bucks. Uh, which I I have and I use all the time. And I do when one of the lighters is low, mm-hmm. and I got, I have to fill it. I not only fill it, but I actually bleed 
the already filled ones. I don't empty it out. Yeah. I just release some of that gas that's out and prep all the other ones. Yeah, you, you go through a whole process. You, yeah, you I've see it. You witnessed it many so times. Once one goes, it's like it's yeah, when you your batter them up. your battery in your in your house for your smoke alarms, right? One of them starts chirping. Replace Change all the batteries. Yeah. So you know the same thing happens at this moment. I say, okay, yeah. now now I'm going to fill. I got the big can, and I just boom, 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 and then I say, give me a can. Usually, who's ever sitting there? Ed's there. I says, give me a lighter. Don't ask him if it's full or not. No, no, just but top it get off. Rid of, get rid of some of that. Um, What's it called? Back Pro- pressure. No, but this, the, the stuff. It's propellant. Propellant, yeah. So that's the other thing. If, if you mix, just to, not to go too deep on lighters, but if you shake your butane before you fill it, you're mixing propellant in with the butane. You just want to gently flip the butane over so the propellant rises to the top, yeah. the liquid butane settles at the bottom, and now you're shooting just butane. When you shake it, you're putting other stuff in the lighter. But no matter whether you shake the butane or not, by the fifth fill without bleeding, you're going to have back pressure, and that's the lighter doing that so the tank doesn't implode. You've got to bleed that back pressure off. All right. We're smoking Dos Ombre, Nicaraguan, Robusto. We're talking a $3 cigar here. You know when you get a box of donuts? Yes. So at the end of the box of donuts, you got a bunch of schmuckus in the bottom. Yeah. Maybe you have some maple glaze in there. Yeah. you got some of the pink frosting. There's jimmies. Right. Shake it. And, you, and there's powder. Yes. And you try not to inhale, but you know you shake the box. It really is that. The flavor of this is the remnants of the donut box. Um, yeah, I'm not buying with that. With a little white pepper. Dave, the, uh, Bingo says that the the band on this looks like it was printed on a dot matrix printer, and it probably was. It probably right? was in 1989. Um, Maybe you should have bands done in Holland or something. Nope, I can't do it. <laughs> can't do it with this one. Do you want the price one. of the cigar to double? <laughs> At least double. Can't do it with this. Uh, it, it will change the price. Next week on the Cigar Authority, we're going to talk about repackaging cigars. And, you know, would this be nice if we have a facelift on it? Yes, but I have to keep the costs down on this. This is a value brand that needs to stay a value brand. Could I make it more beautiful and put in a beautiful box and charge three times the money? Absolutely could. You probably, That's not what the, you what probably the, still have many years worth of bands since you got so many on the front end to keep the cost of the bands down. This cigar exists for three times the price, I promise you. <laughs> That it exists for three times the price as it does for all of it because there's nobody making three dollar cigars out there. They do make three dollar cigars, but they, those are the two lights, the two docks, the the other issues, and um, not bad for a not aged for a long period of time after the fact either, no. right? So uh, don't poo poo the the generic or the uh, house brands so much anymore. We'll get more to it in a little while. But right now, let's take a break. When we come back, more about private label cigars. I've done more than most cigar retailers. Um, When the bottom fell out in 1998, uh, this is what kept my company afloat, and it's happened many times ever since. When opportunity meets preparation, you have a private label cigar brand. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro 
meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by AJ Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is George Padron from Padron Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa Black, White, and now Red West Tampa Cigars Passion with a Purpose. So it's interesting we're talking about generic brands. So my brother and I ride dirt bikes, and we have 
regular Honda dirt bikes. And when a part goes bad, we buy the generic. Yeah. It's less than half the price. There we go. It's made in the same factory. It fits exactly perfect. In fact, I just picked up two dirt bikes from my boy Glenn over there. I just took delivery on them and had to order a new carburetor. Seventeen dollars. Mm. It, it was so cheap to buy the full carburetor assembly that it was better for me to buy it than try to rebuild that carburetor in any way. Because the second you start tinkering with it, time is money. Even with automobiles, you know, you can buy a Cadillac or you can buy a GM product that's exactly the same as it. Why would you buy the Cadillac, which I did. I bought the Escalade, but there's a version that a friend of mine has the, I don't know what it's called. I think it was Ford and Mercury that was the big thing. Mercury was the generic version yeah. of the Ford. Yeah, and it's, it, it's not necessarily generic. It's a brand name yeah. also and stuff, but... They essentially changed the packaging, right? Yes. So maybe nicer leather. Or, yeah, but. yeah, but you're paying an awful lot for it. So today we're going to go over some of my private label brands. Brands are exclusive to Two Guys Smoke Shop. And you, believe me, your brick and mortar has exclusive brands that are exclusive to oh. them. Dave, uh, John Calvin Hill is begging you to bring back the Dos Hombres Emperor. Yeah, the big giant, maybe the first of its kind of this ridiculous. Right. What, what ring 11 by 90, I believe. Yeah. I mean, do you have a, a standing order for that? And it just depends it on went, when they, they have produce. big leaves. Yeah. And uh, they let me know uh, if it happens. And they're not dying to dump tobacco. And when they have it, they have it. And when they don't, they don't. And that that's the case. You know, we sell a lot, a lot an awful lot of these. But sometimes you don't have certain sizes, right? They, right. Uh, we wish well, we had. And the Presidente people get. Really upset. Oh, my God, they're getting yeah. pissed. They need the most. Yeah, so you got to go down to a Churchill, and they go, oh, uh. I'm losing a, an inch here. <laughs> but and and but you're paying less, but they want the bigger one. Uh, so without telling you exactly what they are, I'm going to tell you about them, and you should try them. If you're looking to save a buck or something, you should try it. Uh, Dos Ombre, uh, there are many different lines over the past 30 years, but uh, 10 lines exist currently. Hmm. Ten different lines. Um, we're going to start with the country, Dominican Republic first. Um, these are Dos Ombre with the white bands. Uh, they were color-coded, as I told you uh, at the beginning, and um, made it easier for me and, and the consumer. that You even say them when they say, yeah, give me a, a bundle of Dos Ombre Churchills. Which one? The white band. Yeah. Right? Maybe they don't know white is Dominican, but they, they have it long enough that they're the green one whatever, and it helped out over the years. Uh, currently, we have six lines of Dos Ombre Dominican alone, Dominican Natural, Maduro, Dominican Box Press Natural, Box Press Maduro, Dominican Barber Pole, and a Dominican Cabinet. There are 30 different Dos Ombre Dominicans alone. Uh, and just the Dominican version outsells every single brand that we have a two guys smoke shop and we sell millions Period. of cigars. What what about the candela? Nobody's been demanding its return. No, nope, but someday it'll come back. Whatever it happens. Um, there are three lines of Dominic Dos Ombre Honduran, seven sizes in natural and seven sizes in Maduro, and six sizes in the cabinet version of it. 
We have Dos Ombre Nicaraguan. That is one line of just seven sizes and natural only. I told you, nobody's willing to sell us the Maduro version. If Mr. Manufacturer is out there and said, I'll do it, I don't pay much for it, but I'll, I'll take all you got, always. So uh, it, it, I've had this conversation so many times over the years uh, with different manufacturers. If, if you're looking for somebody, I'm your guy. Again, the cigar's got to be good. Right. Um, all in all, 10 different lines of Dos Ombre. Guess how many different Dos Ombres there are? I'm going to say 51. 84,000. 57. There's 57 different uh, Dos Ombre cigars so I was right now. Closest without going over. It that. was. Yeah, I went way over. With 57, by the way, back to ketchup, right? Oh, Heinz. Heinz 57. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past you. You're right. Put that through on purpose. But over the years, there were even more. Um, not that they didn't sell. Uh, but the manufacturers' pricing issues could be a problem, um, and most of the time they won't sell it to me that cheap anymore, and I'd have to raise the price of the line. I try to look for somebody else and move around. Uh, we may discontinue Costa Rica, Nick, uh, Mexico, for instance. Many, many things over the years. We had shaped dos hombres of, um, you know, um, whole lines of bellicosos and um, things like that. Um, you really may- just threw as much shit against the wall to see what stuck. <laughs> no, I buy whatever it is. I mean, the price is unbelievable. I can stand behind it. Look at, I'm, I'm still smoking this. It's still lit. And it, the, the, despite the amount of talking I'm doing, right? It's still lit. Mm. The ash is still on it. Yep. That is a well-made cigar. It's very well-made. Right? Not what you would think a $3 cigar is going to be. Uh, if I made a sampler of one of each, I'd have – I thought about doing it once to make almost like a um, Whitman's sampler box type thing. It would be a big box. 57 cigars. Oh, if you did be- it, could you have the card so that you could know yeah. what the size was and what there the we go. blend Match was? Match it up. <laughs> Ted Hughes says, how about – a Dos Ombres unicorn that costs twenty dollars. <laughs> well, again, this is not this is not where this brand is supposed to be. It's where it's supposed to be is this is the value brand that's out there. It is the largest, most comprehensive store brand in the world. Uh, now priced from a dollar twenty nine is the lowest to five ninety nine, which is the highest uh, by the single and. Um, for instance, a Toro will cost you four dollars and thirty nine by the single, but if you buy the whole bundle, it's three twenty five. Yeah, and you've got some classic sizes that you don't see in other brands anymore. And the crazy thing is, they sell. Yeah, like there the Lonsdale no, sells. Lonsdale moves. There are no duds size wise. I mean, the, the original nub is there. It's not <laughs> called nub. It's it's Dos Ombre. But you'll see a nub size. There's you a say, four by oh, they, they ripped off the nub. No, I invented the nub, <laughs> and I allowed uh, Oliva uh, at the time to come out with nub uh, because they asked. They were nice enough to ask. But this is long-filled handmade cigars, no bullshit cigars. We even have a 10-cigar sampler, uh, five different blends, two of each, $34.99, $3.49 per cigar in a wood box as a sampler pack. This is... Just a um, a business card to drive them back to our store. Always have that customer there. You know, uh, one of our customers who moved away for ten years, 
continued to buy online from, from us, and he's back living in this area again, and he's a heavy user. But where is he going to go if he's smoking this you cigar know. and he smokes the big ones, He right? smokes the Presidente. Yeah. Well, and you saw a number of customers during bad economic times. Mm. They were smoking expensive cigars. And then they thought, well, I got to reduce price. I'll go with those hombre. But then they never went back again, even after their situation improved. Yeah. They realized, well, I like it. I like and it. Yeah. The price is right. So uh, hats off to Diana Rivera, in case she's listening. I don't think she is. She was the girl at the bank that used to walk in the store and say, mm. Dos hombre. <laughs> and uh, I say, what are you talking about? Why do you say that when you come in? And she says, oh, that means two guys. Mm. And uh, I said, that's a good name for a cigar. And that's actually how the brand came to be. And uh, still to this day, we have it. I see her every once in a while. Um, mm. And she she uh, had a baby, uh, a, a grandchild, and sent her some cigars because she's the one that came out with, with the brand name in the first place. Uh, right now, it's time for the question of the week, and that's brought to you by VS Cigars, Victor Sinclair Cigars. All right, and this week's uh, question of the week is brought to you by VS. And that's all I have to say about that. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> This week's question is uh, ketchup on the side versus on top versus not at all. And uh, so this is my first time handling this myself because I get all these, you get all the emails and it's hundreds of emails of saying who this, who, right. they, who they end up picking, which was a, a chore in itself, I must say. But I was, uh, I'm the guy that puts it on. Mm-hmm. And I was I've witnessed it. Yeah. And I was surprised how low that came in. At the lowest of all, it's four percent. Hmm. It's like they're they're disgusted with putting it on top of it. Right. Well, then you get it on your hands and ketchup's yeah. disgusting. You know, no one wants that on their or hands. Well, you eat with a fork. Fries? Yeah. You eat with a fork. You eat French fries with a fork. You can. You're a fucking communist. What do you mean? No. Now, you, you, you shouldn't be eating French fries anyways, but if you're going to eat them, you eat them with your hand like how, a man. How do you eat your Snickers bar? With your hand? No, you're, you're, out of fucking, you're out of your mind. Dave, you didn't add another choice. If you have the squeeze bottle and you take the French fry and just put a little line across the length of it. that One at a time? One at you, a time. You need an individual squeeze bottle. All right, bottle I take it back. Yeah. You're not the psychopath on the show. Right. You're the psychopath. <laughs> Mr. Jonathan, you are, you are a hater of ketchup. Hate How's ketchup. that come in? Uh, not at all comes in at about 21%. 21%. No ketchup. Uh, 5% is That's on- a non-American thing. Ketchup is the American condiment. Yeah, he's not an American. Yeah. It is the American condiment. Roughly 5% says put it on the fries, and uh, 74% says on the side. They, because you're using your hand, you pick up the unadulterated French fry, and it's you childish. dip it in the condiment of your cho- it, it's choosing. It's childish. It's the people that I don't want it touching my – I don't want my <laughs> French fries touching my um, – hamburger that's touching my vegetables right. or whatever it's childish where on here does it say anything about things not touching nowhere you made that on, up on the side if yeah, you're putting ketchup on the side that means it's not touching the french yeah, fry it means you're eating french fries like a person with your fingers and you're dipping i mean the problem with on top is Do you, you double dip 
You're a double dipping motherfucker, aren't you? No, I put it on it. So there's no double dipping. So you're there's in no the dipping at all. You're <laughs> yes, I'm a, I'm a on top. <laughs> I'm on top. You're in the minority, and you're pissed about so it. So we have three of us here, and we have all three. Yeah. Because you are a dipper. I'm a dipper. I'm a on topper, and you are. Well, a, in I that, don't want it at all. In, the, in that case, the 75% would be on the topper because you're the heaviest. So Yeah. Because, you know, even with steak, I want the steak sauce off to the side. I don't want to drench no, the No, you want to dip the amount that you want exactly. for that bite. I, maybe, put a, I put the steak sauce on the steak. No. Because it's steak sauce. You're out of your mind. How do you eat spaghetti? Pasta. I you put the sauce on the side and dip each. each uh, yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> It's sick. <laughs> I, it belongs no. on it. You, that's the only one that makes sense. That one they makes all sense. do. No, they all do. You don't put ketchup on things. So normally we don't tell you what the, the the question is of the week in advance of it, but I have to today because today is National Chicken Wing Day. National Chicken Wing Day. So I put it up already. Uh, you can go on to thecigarauthority.com and vote your way. But uh, chicken wings, flats or drums. So you take a chicken wing, and here's what actually what I hate is when they, some Chinese restaurants, they give you both connected and the flap on top of oh, it, the little terrible. thing. terrible. And mm. why? It's animalistic. You take can't that do away. The, you can't do the, the clean and press with that. Just yes. drag it in and slide it. You have to have it separated, number one. It yeah. must be separated. And then it is the flap or the drum. I'm going to tell you a little about each one of them. The flap or the wingette. It's called the flat. Yeah. Flat. Well, the wingette is the forearm of the chicken wing in the middle of the wing. It's called a flat because of how it looks. The drum is the drumette. Because it's flat? Yeah. That's <laughs> okay. why it's good. Let's call that. Why don't they call the drumette uh, the bulbous one? Because the drumette is referred to the drum as for the upper arm of the chicken wing. The drumette is called a drum because it looks like a smaller version of a drumstick. Mm -hmm. And then there's the wing tip. Which serves no purpose at all. It's a essentially skin and bone like Mr. Jonathan. <laughs> and just get rid of that. <laughs> like Mr. Jonathan. <laughs> yes. No. You know, you, you take that part and you boil that and you make collagen broth. It's delicious. Oh, yeah. That's so what everyone does. I got pros and cons on both of these. The pros of eating the drum is more meat, less bone to work around, can be eaten in the round like an ear of corn, but can be put whole in the, maw, in, the, in the mouth and then stripped out with your bare teeth like an animal. Like a deep throater. And uh, it's easy to hold in one hand. The cons of the drum is it generally takes more bites to eat. Essentially, the texture is somewhat unappealing and it's messier to dip. Yeah. Now, the flat, which I'm a fan of. Oh, me too. Is crispier skin, easier meat to skin ratio more evenly textured can be eaten like a meat umbrella hmm. what? Uh, <laughs> can break into two bones apart and easier to access the meat inside and holds the sauce more evenly like a rigatoni with the lines you're right? doing it wrong the cons of eating a flat is there's less meat overall you have to work a little harder to get the meat but i think it's worth it and two Can bones, we save that line? <laughs> and two bones versus one. So vote now. Go to uh, thecigarauthority.com. So you're a flat guy. Yes. See, I like the drumette so much that I take the flats, I remove one of the bones, and I lollipop that shit 
so that I have nothing but drum mats across the whole barbecue grill. Be- you do that before I even, you cook I them. lollipop the, uh, the drum mat too. Squish it down, boom. Now when it cooks, all the collagen that's in the connective tissue. Well, that's the problem with it. It, yeah. it cooks off. And now you can just slide the bone right out, and you got everything in your mouth ready to go. Well, no they, problem holding sauce. So I think we, you, we said pros and cons about each of them. Everybody's just going to tell the truth of what they think. It's there, but you better have put lollipopping on the chicken thing. Nope, I just said flats or drumstick, and I we just said everything to them. They're listening to this. They're not going there. Coincidentally, they're going because they heard this and they're going to make the decision. For Christ. And, I, and I'm going to say 75% oh, is yeah. going to go to flats. And they don't have the option of, I don't like chicken wings. Now, there is a technique with the flat that you can't use with the drum mat, and that is you hold it in your fingers and you push it down on the table and you slide all the meat to the end. Now you take it off in one bite, and you get everything. You get the the middle meat, you get the outside meat, all the skin. You get the knuckle too. That's though. the that's the pro move. Hmm. I'm just shocked that you don't know that move. I don't do that. You eat it like an animal. Two fingers. You get grease all over yourself. Yes. No, you gotta have one. And hand. even when and and if you if you got buffalo, right? Would mm-hmm. you want it on the side or would you want it on it? You want an honor. I want, want it how it. the I want it how the chef prepares it is how I want it. But no, but you, you have still, your choice. They say, do you want it? You want us to mix the no, you, sauce you, you on this? Dip, you go dipping on that because then you no. you mush the flat down, you dip it in the sauce, and then you rip that shit off in one bite. Enough of this dipping thing. It's gone. It's gone <laughs> far enough. It's gone. It's gone too far. Uh, as the show has gone, also uh, next week on the show we are talking packaging and rebranding of a cigar. We may do one right, right on the show and, and talk about that. And coming up uh, the following week, we have Rocky Patel live right in the studio, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk uh, back history with Rocky Patel, uh, past, present, and future with Rocky Patel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have actually six tickets left, by the way, if you want to join us. For the Rocky Patel event, I don't have information on that. Uh, I don't have it, but mm. call us. Call us. It's in Nashua. It's in Nashua on the on the uh, night before. The night before is that the eleventh? The eleventh. The eleventth. August eleventh. And uh, we'll have a, a intimate night with Rocky Patel and, and talk with him and and learn more about uh, his past, present, and, and future. I'm sure there'll be cocktails involved. There will be. Uh, because we have a liquor license there, right? Yeah. Okay. I got I, I just have to share that I got a text from our studio audience. The next week's show is going to be about cock. Cock. Yeah. Because it's, it's the great chicken debate. Oh, for the chicken. It's double chicken entendre. Wings. Yeah. All right. Huh. All right. Uh, okay. Let's talk about other brands we have as private labels. Twenty-two degrees north, eighty-three degrees west. Came out in two thousand ten. It's only available at a store, and it's a really good cigar. If I dare say, it's a great cigar. Yeah, it is. Um, if you love Corojo tobacco, um, Davidoff buys Camacho in 2008, and the Corojo changed almost immediately as far as I'm concerned. I, I think it's pronounced Corojo. Corojo. <laughs> so I find Jesus Fuego uh, to make a, a, a deal with him. Authentic Corojo for me is what I wanted, and 
he was one of the three families that ended up having the seed. Uh, he makes a five-country blend using his fathers and uncles, um, and I called it 22 degrees north, 83 degrees west, because that is the latitude and longitude of El Corojo, Cuba, where these seeds originated. This is the original authentic stuff. I, mean, I get there. the tie-in, but I think it's problematic for customers. I do I'll too. I'll have that cigar with the numbers. Yeah, yes. I want the compass cigar. The compass, yeah. So that is um, 2010. We got 13 years on it. It should be a giant brand. It's unbelievably priced. It's in the $6 range, the cigar. We're going to repackage it next week. We'll talk about how to really? do that. Maybe rename it. We'll do oh everything. We'll play around with that particular brand. Um, so with that repackaging change and... I'm, I'm going to put attention to it. The price will go up. The cost of the product, because of the bands and the packaging and everything, will go up, hmm. and it'll become a more expensive cigar. Right now, four sizes. One wrapper, Corojo, the original Cuban sizes, the Epicure, four and seven-eighths by 49, a Corona Extra, five and a half by 46, Sublime, six by 50, and a Bellicoso Fino, five and a half by 52. The cigars range from five ninety nine to six ninety nine, or five to six dollars when you buy a full box. Those are very civilized sizes. I like those mm. sizes. Um, I never went national with it. I probably should. It's a great cigar, but it would need some serious repackaging, mm -hmm. which we'll get to uh, next week. And it, it really is a cigar that should be twice the price of that, but I don't want it to be. Another brand we have is called Big Boys. It's hands down the best priced. Big ring gauge cigar that there is, 70 ring gauges, three sizes. Uh, um, it is um, ridiculously thick at a 70 ring gauge. We pack them in bundles, not of 20, but in bundles of seven. Hmm. So it isn't gigantic. You couldn't fit 20 in a bundle. You'd never move them. Singles range from 649 to 749 Look at the value of these, these products. You can buy a bundle for $38.99 to $44.99, taking it down to $557 hmm. per cigar. Again, no, very big cigar. Yep. No glitz and glamour on this, hmm. but this company makes big ring gauge cigars, and they make it without their branding on it in uh, cheap packaging, which is a bundle. Yep. There's not even a band on the cigar. Big Boys are uh, an iconic uh, Dominican cigar. Hochi Blanco says, I can say he made it. So it's Hochi Blanco, fourth generation grower, uh, uh, West um, at uh, Tabacalera Palma in Tamboril. Uh, he's the owner of La Galera, he lots makes, of other brands. Great cigars. Great he cigars. Does. This is no advertising, no box, no band. Bundles of seven. It's a private label. You can't beat it. C.O. Jones, uh, also Hochi Blanco. We're talking a full bodied cigar. Uh, one wrapper. Comes in three sizes Robusto Toro Churchill, $5.99 to $6.99. This is a freaking unbelievably priced. A back to S chip and everything else that goes yeah, in, into this. If, if you're a value smoker looking for a very strong cigar, then the Cajones. Right. C.O. Jones, Cajones. Yeah. Um, crazy pricing, but there's no advertising, no anything that goes into this. Studio 21. Made this cigar 20 years ago, uh, actually by William Ventura, was the guy that uh, originally did it, um, through Cusano. Cusano was sold to Davidoff. Davidoff took the production, um, and um, here's what I can say about that, that uh, 
the cigar never moved after that, but I can't tell you who makes it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> because they said I can't right. say it anymore. No, I understand. Uh, we're talking a top quality, mild, smooth cigar. Um, Eight forty nine to nine ninety nine per cigar, or buy the box. It brings it down to six eighty to seven ninety nine. Mm. How do you get cigars like this? It's not, you no, you're not buying the brand name. You're buying the generic version of this. Yeah, the quality of Studio Twenty One is easily worth twice the price. Absolutely, absolutely is. Private labels are of a great purpose. A brand name buyer is simply not interested in these cigars. I'll tell you right now because I've showed people. <laughs> hey, let me just show you something. The guy ends up saying something even like even he's if, having a tough time right now. Let me show you something. Even if you tell him this is the exa- yeah. and you show him, you can't. No. But you, that's not the deal with the manufacturer to, to yeah. say it. But I have said. You know, the guy saying, oh, my wife lost her job and I'm having a tough time right now. And I can, oh, let me show you something mm-hmm. and take him over to something and say, here, I'll buy you one. Try this. Mm-hmm. And the guy comes back and he goes right back to his <laughs> his name brand. But yet he was just smoking the same exact thing for whatever reason. Uh, you know, consumers are different, right? There's, they are. There's, there's people that buy labels and people that don't. Um, every store brand is a great deal. If there's a house brand in the store, it's a great deal. Whether you're going to like it or not is another thing. Taste but most likely, uh, it is a great deal as far as price goes. Um, all of the ones that we do are high volume for our stores uh, because we build that and we and we tell we try to put the right guy on the right product when it comes to it. Um, but when you go to the next level, some manufacturers are willing to use cigar brands of bigger names for private labels and again just color the cigar is done is it going to get this label on it or is it going to get that label um that happens all the time and um you know we get into that maybe in a, in a later show of things that happen um of another you know not a private label but it'll be a private label for another manufacturer if that's what you want to call it a brand owner that the brand owner will have it now, and he pays less money, and he's able to sell that cigar for less money than the brand name that's on there. So your thoughts here on Dos Ombre Nicaraguan right now? Mine went out. The spices kicked up a little bit in the final third. No hint of ammonia. <clears throat> so that it, tells me that the tobacco itself and also the ashes is fairly white. So the tobacco itself has been worked. This is not tobacco that they have skimped on as far as the aging process. No, or they didn't age it after the fact, but the, the combustion, tobacco itself. Is- the combustion line on the wrapper yeah. is, I mean, it's as close to flawless as you can get. Uh, very, very thin mascara line. If this was a blind review cigar, it would score high just on performance. I wish that it was stronger. That's just for my palate. This is right in your wheelhouse as far as a milder cigar goes. But for a mild cigar with a Connecticut shade wrapper, I don't think it's mild. This is very good. This is probably the strongest. This sort of Honduran are the strongest ones. I'm going to give you a three. Really? Really? I'd say six. Maybe four. Wow. Okay. A six? Let's see what anybody else puts out there. 
Uh, if anybody writes on, what am I looking at? I'm looking at YouTube. If you got a, a, a strength profile on 30 it. seconds from now while we're on break, they'll right. start chiming That's in. That's right. <laughs> and we'll tell you when we come back. So when we come back, we never did this before on the Cigar Authority. We have a grab bag of private labels that I'm going to offer you that you can't pass up. You shouldn't pass up. But I put something together because this is what we're going to talk about. Maybe you're interested. Maybe you're not. You'll see when you come back. We're live in the Toscano Soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99. And you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on the CigarAuthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease even in non-smokers. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world, from exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast or better yet passionado cigar journal covers cigars in the u.s and around the world and is printed right here in the usa you owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine cigar journal available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website cigarjournal.com that's cigarjournal.com Com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. 
Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Some say cigars are all the same. It's just not true. It's you I have to blame. Well, I don't know, because what I know, there is a cigar called Aladino. Corojo. Aladino Corojo. Aladino Corojo. They say authentic, so we're not confused, while the others say it's a word that's just abused. I guess that's so, they can't compete, at least I'm sure Aladino can't be beat. Corojo, Aladino Corojo, Aladino Corojo. Aladino Cigars uses authentic Corojo tobacco from JRE Tobacco. This is the greatest commercial you ever heard. Yeah. Hello, this is Huster Roar from Jerry Tobacco. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa Black, White, and now Red West Tampa Cigars, Passion with a Purpose. And we're going to light up a second cigar here. And, oh, perfect cigar, as we were just talking about, right? What do we have here? Uh, we have the 22 degrees north by 83 degrees west sublime size. It uh, weighs in at 6 inches by 50 ring gauge. It is a five-country Corojo blend put out by the folks at Jesus Fuegos Factory Tobaccos SA. A single is going to set you back $6.99, and a box of 20 is $119.99, which saves you just about a dollar a cigar. Jonathan, can you name the five countries? Um, no. All right. Nicaragua, Honduras, Brazil, Brazil. maybe Ecuador. Hmm. Oh, I don't know the answer. I just wanted to put you on the spot. (laughs) I should know the answer, and I don't. So I I would have uh, rattled it out, but I know Brazil is one of them. Um, Okay, it's time to cut our cigar. Official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax, and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Uh, Nick Perdomo's the man, by the way. Yes, he is. And uh happened to notice uh, he did a couple of podcasts this week, and uh, let's just say Nick Perdomo mentions David Garofalo as much as I mentioned Nick Perdomo on this show. Hmm. So we're even. I think we're even. <laughs> I think we're ahead of the game. I think we're ahead hey, that, of the game. I think they have a drinking game for yeah. when Nick mentions Dave. So th- this is the cigar. Was, was this the care package? You don't know that answer. I don't know that answer. So you need these answers. You need to mm-hmm. step up here. <laughs> prepare. Prepare to have the answers of the questions I'm going to ask. Mm-hmm. I hope it was. 
It wasn't. I'm positive it wasn't. Oh, no. I think it's been in before. We had, we had a five-week, um, five-Saturday month yep. that just happened. And last month, we didn't even have, last week, we didn't have a cigar that was on right. there. And that's why we did the 10-year. Um, and it wasn't. This week, I believe it was the Nicaraguan. The, the, the Dostom, Dostom, which you're saying, oh, cheapskate, you threw that in there. I, I threw that in there, and you'll, you'll see why in a little while. But let's let's give it a light. This is a Cuban-esque cigar, people would say, uh, back in the day. They would because of the size of it. It's all Cuban But size. also, the, the cold draw has that slightly floral component to it. Uh, also, a little bit of um, the darker raisins, not the golden ones. And a, and a very, very subtle white pepper on the cold draw. We're going to light our cigar today with the Cyclone by Vertigo, featuring a flip top. Three jets fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. At the bottom, you've got easy adjustment, all for the low price of $12.99 or two for $20 on twoguyscigars.com. That's the Cyclone by Vertigo. There we go. All right, so we are talking um, private label brands. Uh, as more consumers turn to private label brands, they're seeking cost savings. The biggest retailers among the top uh, sell private label brands. Walmart, for instance, is the driving force sales of private labels with four of their own brands topping the list of household penetrations. Oh, I like that. Oh, penetration. Giggity. Yeah. Dave, I'm going to give you the countries. Just I hate to throw it out there and then not have okay. an answer. Um, so, yes, Nicaragua. Yes. Honduras. Dominican. Yeah. And Brazil. Brazil. Okay, now, now uh, I don't know. Costa Rican binder of uh, Corojo. Corojo Costa Rican binder. All right. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's it. Okay. That's five. So, okay. Um, all right. When uh, tracking sales of percentage of private labels, Aldi. Do you know the, the uh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Aldi tops the list with 77.5% of their sales is, private, huh. is their private label brand. Whoa. It's almost an Aldi store that that's what yeah. they sell. Costco's got a lot, too, right? Yep. Um, Costco is 33.5%. Mm -hmm. It's Kirkland, right? Is that yep. their private label? Wegmans. Oh, yeah. 49.4%. 49. Wow. Trader Joe's, 59.4%. Sam's Club, 30%. And HEB, I don't know what that is, 26.9%. Um, Amazon now, what would you think theirs is? Uh, well, 21%. They've added a lot of products over time, but they have so many. 3%. That's it. So here's with a problem. 3% of theirs is Wasn't that a problem with Chuck Morrison? Remember gentleman Chuck Morrison? Yes, of course. He was doing the cutting boards, yep. and Amazon ended Ripped up ripping off. him off yeah. and selling his own cutting boards and trying to undercut him. Yeah. Yeah. There's a problem with that. The, the answer is it's hard to do private labels online. Mm. So face-to-face, -face, you can look at this cigar, you'll see it, and you'll say, oh, that looks good. I love the wrapper on there, and I love the size of it. Oh, my God, it's only $6.99. Okay, let me get it. Online is a whole different story. You're most likely buying brands you know, private um, brand, um, famous brands, right, is what's going to sell sure. online for the lowest price you could possibly buy it, when the lowest price is probably 
somebody's private label brand in a brick and mortar store. So uh, when I saw that, I'm like, wow, why would that be? And then I dug into it longer, and they have a hard time trying to sell unknown brands online, which I would say the same thing with our online, that we sell a bigger percentage of our brands in our brick and mortar store, in the store than yeah. buying it online. For sure. Certainly for Dos Ombre and, and different things like that. Within the grocery sector, private label brands amount to 17.4% of the sales. So you go in the grocery store, my God, it's almost 20% of all their sales is their brand for the supermarket, right? They put it right next to it, and you can buy this one for $2 or this one for $1.50. You can look at it and tell it's the same thing as we're telling you it is, Um and um, what's the name of the English muffin that has the nooks and crannies? Thomas's. Thomas's. Yeah, yeah. The store brand, the store I shop at, it is the Thomas's one, and then the other one's called the nooks and crannies. So <laughs> they're, they're 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 paying homage. There we go. Uh, Dave Dan says H E B is a grocery store chain in Texas, ah. headquartered in San Antonio. Thank Everything, you. Everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah. Well. Uh, the grocery sector expects growth this year of 20% on their private label brands, and that's because of the economy. So now people are stretching their buck a little a little longer, and they go to it. And then when things get better, they go back to the other. I don't know what would make them go back once you've gone and you've realized that it's it's the same, but that's what they say happens. For cigar brands, 30% of Two Guys Smoke Shop sales are our private label brands. And mm. where I'm telling you it beats every single thing by by a lot, the problem that happens there, it's so low price. We're talking 30% in dollars. In units, it's gigantic. Right. It's, it's, it's way more than 50. So do you see the same margins? No. With, no. Less, less margins. Less but, margin. But I, I locked you in. You're a customer mm-hmm. uh, for us, for our brand, because you're not going to get it on the way up to go, you pass other cigar stores or, in some cases, convenience stores that sell cigar brands and things right. like that. It's not going to happen. On the consumer side, private label grocery items have a similar share among low income. Low income people do 17.1%, middle income, 17.9% mm-hmm. more, and high income, 172 huh. Low income, does the least. <laughs> Isn't that interesting that that's why they're poor? Well, also, you know, bad financial decisions along <laughs> yeah. the way, including this. Um, in um, Educated people tend to buy more generic brands. Well, because it, they can't afford not to because they have student loans. Oh, there we go. <laughs> more than half of high-income shoppers, 56.9%, believe Private labels are excellent and above average, um, where lower consumers think it's worse, is, is what this... I mean, if you're buying Cool Whip, whip topping is the same shit. Most of the stuff is. Inflation remains a major issue for consumers. Price becomes more important uh, than brand names for most consumers. More middle and high income consumers are buying private labels to save money, not low income. So uh, hopefully they're they're listening in too, but I'm sure not. But go to the go to the generic. If, I wonder if, if if you have to stores grocery stores count their meat department as private label because when you go up, it is 
Market Basket brand steaks. Mm. That's what's on there. They the butcher that works there cut those steaks into that thickness. Well, you can't. What is the what is the name brand meat? Is there a name brand? You meat? can get things like Angus, right? And, nope, Angus uh, is a cow. Is a is a type of yeah, cattle. It's the brand name cow. Yeah, but then you just get you the have, generic can, cow. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, Purdue chicken, and then there's Market Basket chicken, I guess, or, or, or the brand name, but not. I don't think there's a name brand meat. Well, you in, said the type the, of cow in the sausage arena. Sausage is bunch, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they also make the the store made ones. Yeah, I'm seeing it more with some things like lamb that seems to come from a particular company. Mm. Maybe it's not worth it for them to keep. Doing their own in store, yeah. so I don't know if this is this whole thing is interesting. It was very interesting going through the process of learning about this myself, anyway. And we're going to get a little into it uh, into into packaging next week, which will take us into this too, because I think we're going to take this twenty two eighty three and try to repackage mm. it. Uh, so I mean, we get to smoke it again because this is fantastic. Yeah, we could. You can <laughs> smoke it. It's available all the time, right? It's always here. Right now, it's time for the confessional. Brought to you by All Saints Cigars. It's time for the confessional. Brought to you by All Saints Cigars. Featuring the All Saints St. Francis. Voted the 2021 Cigar of the Year. All Saints Cigars. In the name of the Churchill, Toro, and Robusto. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. And how long has it been, my son, since your last St. Francis uh, uh, <clears throat> confession? It's been one week since my last confession. And what is it that you have to confess today, my son? The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Anani Moose writes, Forgive me, Cigar Authority Fathers, for I've sinned. I like that. About four years ago, I was flying from the UK to Chicago. As part of my connecting flight from Brussels, I was on the window seat. Halfway through the flight, I needed to let off some gas, and the passengers next to me were sleeping. So I felt like... He wasn't angry and needed to tell people he needed to physically let off some gas, is what you're saying. Correct. All right. He didn't need to let off steam. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is what you were going for there. So I felt I could not wake them up and and go to the toilet. So in a moment of desperation, I decided to fart as quietly as possible. After doing this, the gentleman in front of me must have smelt it and thought it was coming from the air con above his seat. (laughs) 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 So he turned it off for 30 minutes. He turned it off. The air con. Yeah. I felt great that I had gotten away with the old (laughs) silent but violent. However, as the plane was descending into Chicago airport, I needed to let off another fart, oh, and I did the same again. Within moments of doing this, the same gentleman thought it was his aircon again <laughs> and switched it off, seemingly very annoyed. Yeah. So there you go. I await the appropriate penance. Now, the polite thing to do is lift the butt cheek closer to the window, right, to try to direct it a little bit away, but... Maybe the air circulation was just pulling it to the seat in front of him. It could be. I Listen, there's nothing he can do about this. He, he tried to, went let, to the bathroom. He tried to let people sleep. You're going to wake them up and risk farting on them? He, he didn't bother the sleeping people, apparently. So it worked. 
And you, you, you I've read a study about uh, smelling other people's farts is as good as far as keeping cancer at bay. You are a sick man. You, you read the weirdest <laughs> shit that you, you, this is good for you. So now you're going to actually have people fart on you because it's good for you. No, not on purpose. But if it happens, it happens. But, I, I read somewhere that it's good for you to smell other people's farts. Bingo. What's the matter with you? Bingo says the strategy is sit hard and tight and let it go in the cushion. Mm. Uh, that makes some sense. But I don't think this is bad at all. Really? No. Ah, oh, geez, I don't know if that's all that bad. Try to smoke at least one All Saints St. Francis cigars this week. Now, if they let you smoke on the plane, you could amassed that mm-hmm. shit. Hey, Tuesday, let's get some new penance. You think? Yeah. All right. Let's just get some new penance. I'll have to see if our voice talent's coming in. I think he is. All right, I'll check it. All right. And... We should write him in advance or let him go with it? I don't know. Yeah? All right. We'll collaborate. How's that? All right. What are we doing on the after show, Mr. Jonathan? Uh, on the after show, last week you guys had um, discussed wanting some sort of name or acronym or something for the tasting, the panel. tasting panel. And when I'm telling you people came out of the woodwork, we, I have we, we asked for it. We got an eighth it. of a ream of paper <laughs> of answers, and there's not one per. There's sometimes ten per. All right, we'll go over them and we'll pick one. Yes, let's do it. All right. Are, and, uh, are you going to announce it on the after show? Or are you just getting candidates? Well, or? so I planned on putting this out. Uh, next week on Wednesday. Right. Anyway, so the after show appears on Wednesday. So Wednesday we'll have the answer. Yeah. And uh, there's going to be a name for this. these tasters. Wow. Panelists. Blind tasters. Can I offer a, a suggestion for what we call them until we have a name? No. No. <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> Give it to me on the after show. Would, would you, you like to You ask? know what he's going to say. <laughs> All right. Um so I said I have a deal for you. We've never done this on the Cigar Authority before. We're off at a, like on the ash holes, we got mm-hmm. a Dave six-pack that happens and things of here. But I put something together based on, because I just named a whole bunch of different cigars, and maybe you're saying to yourself, I want to try one here, one there, these different things. I'll put it together for you. So uh, your regular smoker saying, I never heard of those brands before exactly. Um, they are store brands. Uh, your locals don't know about them. Um, so, uh, and it doesn't happen a lot on online sales, by the way. These are huge sellers for us, as I told you. Uh, but those that know, know. So, uh, if you want to try them, I put together a grab bag. Uh, and this will be available for the next 14 days. It'll expire on August 11th. Or while supplies last, mm. if by chance there's a giant run on them and they run out, they run out. But I, I don't see it. Again, we carry lots of these things. Uh, the private label grab bag, you can go on to twoguyscigars.com and on the rotator, you'll see private label grab bag. We will mix in a sampling of these cigars that we talked about. Different lines, different sizes, different wrappers. A grab bag of 30 cigars for $100. It will be a total mixture of the Two Guys Smoke Shop brands. You don't know what you'll get, uh, but you won't be sorry. Uh, every cigar I mentioned, there'll be a mixture of all these different things in here. 30 cigars, $100. That's $3.34 per cigar. Uh, so what do you have to lose? 
shipping, right? And it is live on the website. Okay. Uh, if you grab two grab bags, that's $200. We'll even pick up the shipping for wow. you. So then it comes out to three thirty four a piece, including shipping. Uh, or buy one grab bag, and uh, you're gonna and add on whatever you want to get to the free shipping of two hundred, or pay the shipping, whatever way you want to go. Go to twoguyscigars.com, find the grab bag on the rotator, uh, or go to the search bar and uh, see what you think. Uh, if uh, this interests you at all, uh, lots of brand owners are uh, just like this that they have uh, private labels. That they do, we do too. The cigar we're smoking now, I mean, holy mackerel, right? We're, we're smoking 22 degrees north. East, 20 degrees <laughs> north. By 83 degrees 83 west. It is yeah, hard to remember. It is difficult. And it's all these years that ended up having it. But uh, it is uh, a great cigar for twice the price. And um, that's what you'll find a lot on private labels. And I don't say go buy a whole bundle of a private label. You buy a single of the mm-hmm. private label, see what you think of it, move on till you fi- end up finding something that is up in your wheelhouse, uh, if it is in, in your wheelhouse of, of what it is. Unless you're that label buyer and you want to buy a, 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 a your label, that's up to you. Uh, so before we do uh, well, the, the final this, thoughts this on is this. This is an important thing. Um, Mike D. Papino says, how will someone reorder if they're unbanded? The only one that will be unbanded is going to be a 70 ring gauge. Right. So that's uh, the big boy. If you get a big boy in there, you get a 70 ring gauge. Yeah. If you I, get one. I, I think the confusion comes when you look at the graphic, the way it's done. Well, I haven't seen it. It obliterates all the bands. Oh, I wonder why we would do that. I don't know. I have no idea. But they are all banded except for the one, which yes. is the big boy. I don't know why that would be like that. No. It makes no sense. So before we get into our final thoughts of this 22 degrees north by 83 degrees west, could we take a peek into the asylum? I don't know. Let me see if that's even possible at this juncture. I think it is. Okay, let's do it. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I mentioned that I like to read a lot of uh, different studies. Okay. I came across this study. We know you like to read. Statistical analysis reveals that Mexican drug wars increase homicide rates. This was the study. Huh. That's the thing about any war. Homicide part is kind of the whole point. Still, as a paper in the American Statistician showed, it's always a good idea to crunch the numbers. So let's run the equation. X minus Y equals Z, where X is the number of people who walked into the drug war alive. Y is the number of people who walked out. And Z is... The dead people. Right. Yeah, it looks like it adds up. And don't forget to show your work. That's not only insane, that's asylum. What does that whole thing mean? <laughs> it was a study about, they actually did a study to see if the drug war was causing an increase in homicide I, rates. All right, I'm, I'm with you. All right. Huh. Weak. 
It was either that or the fart study. You already poo-pooed the fart study. Farts are good for you. All right, I need you to step up now in the future. We need you to step up. You got to go to the next level. You got to read the emails. You got to step up. We gotta- Do, does he have to be punny? He doesn't have to be punny. But, but he has to be funny. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff written here. You just read a little bit of it. Or is that? There's a bunch of asylums there. I did my work oh. in advance. Oh. oh. You want to see if they're any good, though. Then you got I'll, time. You got time to do that. Go back to- and read them again. Make sure you like them. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, we got lots of mail, uh, but we're only going to do three of them, right? We got three. And the best one will win the prize. We got lots more. Stick around. We're live in the Toscano Soundstage. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1989, Nestor and Mariana Miranda have subscribed to one family, one vision with Miami Cigar & Company. Since their inception, the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan Habano wrapper that the Cigar Authority named their 2019 Cigar of the Year. And the Don Lino Africa, which celebrates Nestor's love of big game animals. These soft box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. You only have one life. How will you live yours? Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. 
Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. This is Mickey Pegg from All Saints Cigars, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Even the music is afraid of Mickey Pegg's there big radio voice. Pegged. We are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa black, white, and red West Tampa cigars. It's passion with a purpose. And um, we have uh, gotten a complete group, um, which is the uh. Tasting Group D, has we have A, B, C, and D, uh, ten people in each group, forty people that are doing these tasting reviews for the Cigar Authority. So I have my first group in. Uh, group D is complete. I have all their information, and we just need a name for this group, which we'll talk about on the after show, and maybe next week we're able to start um, rolling out these um, reviews every oh, week. Nice. The plan is every Wednesday for a different review to go on. The new cigars have gone out for the reviewers uh, already. So you're going to get your next cigars to come in. So group A, B, and C, one or more people from your group have not completed it and uh, get that in. And if you don't get it in, those will be people that I'll um, eliminate. and Put a black mark next to them. I may let them go one time. Things happen or whatever, and uh, then move from there. But... uh, you know, take it serious if you want to do it. If you don't want to do it, there's people in the in the waiting room. We don't have anybody in the waiting room, I don't think, but we'll mm-hmm. announce it and we'll we'll bring. I know of at least three people that yeah. went in. They didn't pull the trigger. They, right. they were behind on the yeah, show. You got to pull the trigger. You got to pull the trigger. Uh, and one one last time, I'm going to remind you of the private label grab bag that I put up there for a limited time. We put together a grab bag of 30 cigars from our private label brands. We never offered it like this before. It's an unbelievable deal at three dollars and thirty three cents per cigar. You get Dos Ombre, twenty two degrees north, uh, eighty three degrees west that we're smoking here, along with the different cigars we mentioned along the way. All private labels that we have for here. Thirty cigars for a hundred bucks, or get two grab bags for two hundred, and we'll pay the shipping, or get um, a grab bag and then you know throw in a box of whatever your favorite cigars are, whatever, and. Uh, Bring it to $200 or more. We'll include the shipping. It's available right now, and uh, we'll keep it up for 14 days uh, or till supplies last. But I think you'll be okay for 14 days. But if you want to do it, do it. Um, and uh, we have a prize to give away. And this may be the last week of this prize. We don't know that answer. We've got to check. Yeah, we got to look that up. Yeah. Uh, this week's email of the week is brought to you by the folks at Romeo and Julieta Cigars. This week, they're giving away a pen, a lighter. A personal ashtray and a baseball cap. There we go. And the following message was submitted through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com. And Zach writes 
a humble apology. You were right. I was wrong. Wow. He must be talking to me. He might be. Okay. Uh, Last week, you lit me up for my comment about you being wrong about the Godfather. Oh, he is talking about you. Okay. I'm writing to say you were right and I was wrong. I made my comment without considering the entirety of the Godfather story, but rather I was thinking only of the Godfather part one. When actually thinking of the entire saga, you are 100% correct and I am the doofus. I think he called you a doofus. I remember this. I remember this. I'm a man that will admit when I'm wrong. And in this case, I was in the wrong. Please recommend me a cigar that will pair well with the egg on my face while I eat crow. Preferably a Lancero since I also have a foot in my mouth. Dave, I hope you accept this most humble apology. Of course. You were right. I was wrong. Mr. J, you should really watch it at least once. No. No, if this is how it makes people into, I'm, I'm not doing it. It's not how it makes people into, and he's a, he's a good person for, com- for seeing his flaw and being a man and coming in and he's saying- cowering like a little a bitch. Huh? Be a man. Be, it's part of the Cigar Authority. Be a man. I'm smart, you're dumb. I'm big, you're little. I'm right, you're wrong. And there's nothing you can do about it. Steven, what movie was that? That's Matilda. No, Stephen Ray. not. <laughs> Matilda. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, it's Matilda. Matilda is the name of the movie? Yeah. What? I don't even know it. That's because you don't watch movies. You watch stupid things like The Godfather for the 50th time. Matilda, is it good? You won't like it. It's no? It's a kid's movie. Oh. It's a kid's movie? Hmm. Oh, all right. I never heard of it. Okay. I know who that is, right? Chat room wants to know if you watch Saving Private Ryan. Yes, I did. That, yes, that I did. That was an question. So you should yes, it, it was sick. I mean, shaving... <laughs> Ryan's Sick. Privates. It was no, no. You watched you watched the wrong, the wrong movie. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I did. I, I watched, uh, and it was brutal. Right? It was D Day. Yeah. And oh my the God. opening wow. was crazy, and it goes on much longer than it needs um, to. And imagine that they kept going forward, and you're watching all these people around mm-hmm. you go. It was an unbelievable movie. Did you see it? Yeah, I've seen it. Wow. In the theaters. I gotta say, it, w- it was great. It was a great movie. That was one that was worth the twenty-five dollars to go see a movie because you were in there for a long time. A long time. But uh, somebody said you should really see this movie. So you know what I did? I saw the movie, mm. and it was great. You go should... see Matilda. And shut the fuck up <laughs> I so will. I can read this email. <laughs> Stephen writes through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com. Truth of lies, he says. I have another idea for a show. How about the lies told in the industry? You have the old classic rolled on the thighs of virgins. To the more current examples, as the cigar is not sweet-tipped. Love the show. I'm very interested in how it will develop now that one of the anchors has left. Industry lies. I think we did a show called A Little Something Different, a misconception or mm. whatever. But that's, that's a show. We did the one where we threatened to expose people that were, had fake followers on Twitter. And you could tell by the eggs. Yeah, I remember yeah. that one. I don't remember a lies one. Yeah, there's lots of industry lies. There shouldn't be any because it's pretty amazing that they can make cigars. They don't need to add no. bullshit to this great industry, but they do. It's just, that's a show. That's a good one too. We got two mm. so far, but this Solid. one you pick is your favorite one, this is and the only one, one person can win. David writes through the contact us page. Not this David. This is a different David. Yeah, uh, of the cigarauthority.com. It's time to die. Oh, good day, Authority. First of all, welcome back, Jonathan. I like the headlines. They grab you. They grab you. I don't care what the other guys say. You were missed. 
I was listening to the last episode of The Brand Graveyard in addition to recently watching a Death Row Last Meal video as well, and it got me to thinking. If you were on Death Row and you were going to die tomorrow, Mm -hmm. if they allowed you to smoke a cigar as part of your last meal, what would it be? This is in conjunction with the graveyard segment, as it can be anything from the past or present in that respect. You get one chance to smoke your final cigar. What are you picking? Have a great weekend. Hmm. So that's a question. It's not an email of the week. That That's a good ask the dawn, but it came in as that. Came right? in that, as that. That's a question. Hmm. So I'm not, I'm not going to give it. I know he picked it as his best, yeah. but my problem is that's a question. That's a 30-minute segment or an after show right there that is deserving of a prize. Well, it's a good point. But he didn't say you should do a show about this. Right. He's asking a question. He's not... When someone which lies in the cigar industry is asking us to do a show on it, which is good, mm-hmm. not asking us a question. And Zach admitting his wrong is a, is a, it takes a man. Yeah, it takes a man. So the other two beat him as far as I'm concerned. Now what I have to do is get into Ed Sullivan's head because if me and him can be together on this, we can out. Oh, do you? Dave, pick what you like. I'll just agree. <laughs> <laughs> as long as Jonathan loses, it's well, that's what, the important. Thing. So, which one of that is? Is it the guy admitting he was wrong, which is he wrote wrote it before, and it, that's a that's thing. very strong. But I like to reward good show ideas because that that's pretty helpful. To all us, right, right, all right. So we have likes uh, to reward good show ideas, but that's Steven? not the guy that I said. Had had a great show. No, he had, oh. he had a segment, he, not a show. Anyway, he asked and a question. He, he asked a question. He he just didn't do it properly. He didn't do it properly. <laughs> um, There's rules, Jonathan. You just don't know them. I guess Stephen wins. <laughs> Stephen wins. Who says uh, uh, lies in the cigar industry, which All is right. a show. Which is a show. Uh, and thank you, uh, even David, for putting that in. But learn that you're, you're uh, you know, Ask the Dawn is where a good place where that would have been, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, there's different segments of different things that end up happening here, including the segment we're going to go right now, which is the classic day in classic history. So let's get to it. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. Priced as low as $2.99 for the Corona and still under 4 bucks for the 6x60. Classic cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the classic Cuban is a real knockoff with flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes. Classic cigars, the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. Now, Dave, somebody in the chat room had an interesting idea for the last cigar. Before you're executed, he said, you, you go with the Asylum 10-100. Yes. You get to live longer that way. Or do you want to, though? I don't know. I haven't smoked it, so I'm not going to comment. All right. We will be smoking that. No way. You're going to make us? 
It's a torpedo, so we don't have to. Oh, all right. Oh, it'll be great then. I don't know about that, but we will be the judge of that. Or do I put that into the care package, the um, the people that are uh, doing the reviews, and all of a sudden this big thing comes in, they have no idea what it is, but it's 10 by 100 torpedo with no band on it. Well, you're going to have to get different packaging. Yes, yes. You're going to need a bigger boat. Oh, no, that's different. There we go. Okay, it is the classic head-to-head battle here between Mr. Jonathan and Ed. Uh, Ed is our champion. He'll go first. I have six questions and no tiebreakers. None. We, we need to get a definitive winner here. Right. With two people, though, if you pick an odd number of questions, uh, although the two points could throw it off. That so. could, too. Yeah. So I have six uh, because it's done. But uh, here we go. Today is July 29th. It is National Chicken Wing Day. So have is chicken it Frank Perdue? No, it is not. Wouldn't that be nice, though? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Born today is the American inventor and entrepreneur Charles Schwab of the Charles Schwab Corporation. Did he invent a Q-tip? He did not. He is born in Sacramento, California today, Charles Schwab. What did he invent? He is the entrepreneur of the Charles Schwab Corporation. He is an American invent. What did he invent? Maybe something to do with... Stock market stuff? I don't know. Huh. It was written next to the guy's name. He just didn't copy that. Yes. We didn't get that part. No. I, need, um, I need you to step your game up. <laughs> I, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm still doing the same <laughs> shitty thing I've been doing since we started this. I'm going to go 1911. I'm going to say 1801. Ed Sullivan will get it. 1911. He says 1937. 37. Ed Sullivan, one point for you. Over to Mr. Jonathan. Born today, Tony Sirico. C-I-R-I-C-O, American actor from The Sopranos. He's Polly Walnuts. Ah, uh, yes. Polly Walnuts. Right. He also was in Copland and Family Guy. I didn't see that episode. Mm. He was born in New York City. He died in 2022. Just died. Mm. But he's born today. What year? 1941. 41. 1946. 46 is over. Mr. Jonathan takes it at 41. It's 42. Almost got two points there. Look at you. So we have a tie. We have a tie in over to Ed Sullivan. Born today. Getty Lee. Sure. Canadian vocalist and bassist from Rush. Tom Sawyer, the trees, New World Man, born in Toronto, Ohio. For you Canadians out there, today, what year? Uh, it's my turn. Yes, it is. Shut up. You shut 1956. Up. 56. 1948. For the point, you went over Ed Sullivan, 53. Mr. I'm, jo- I'm closer. Though. You are, but without yeah. going over, Mr. Jonathan. There's gets rules. The point. Yeah. Yep. The, the rules are stupid, but yeah, I'm yeah. still winning. I understand. Mr. Jonathan stupidity. gets the point and the lead over to Ed Sullivan. Happened today. It's over to me. It is. Yeah. Happened today. <laughs> Test footage first created from Walt Disney's Steamboat Willie with Steamboat Willie. This is the test footage was created for Steamboat Willie, Mickey Mouse. The first time Mickey Mouse has ever been seen today. Uh, I backed it up by one. I think I'm wrong, but it's 1938. Oh, you're way over. I might as well go 1900. But I think it's a 100-year anniversary 
of when that came out because they're going to lose copyright protection on that. So they probably had the first footage before 1923, but I went back further because I'm going to win. 28. 1928. Oh, I thought I thought that was out of copyright this year. No, yeah, it looks like it's got five more years. Oh my four god, four more years it takes a hundred years. So, but Ed Sullivan does have the point, and he's uh, he's googling as we speak. Yeah, because if you're wrong, then you've been cheating this whole time. No, I'm more I'm more interested about whether I'm wrong on the copyright thing. I got, I got the point. I'm not trying to take it away from you. Yeah. It's tied up, and it's Ed Sullivan's turn. That's right. It's tie. It's four to two to two. Two points to go. Ed Sullivan's turn. Ready. You know this guy. All right. Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Oh, yeah. And Jerry Garcia agree. Jerry Garcia. They agree to the new flavor, Cherry Garcia, cherry ice cream with cherries and fudge flakes. They agreed today. Today. We're going to make this. What year was that? I'm going to go 1982. 82. 90 is over. 82 will take it. It was 87. Mm. I was closer. And we mm. had we had Jerry. Same bullshit rule. We had Jerry from Ben and Jerry's join us for our anniversary, anniversary party, party, which we have coming up. I'll tell you about that in a minute. But uh, we had him at one of the anniversary parties as a surprise to everybody. And everybody got Cherry Garcia ice cream. And uh, there he was over there. So that was Ed that got that point? That was Ed, yeah. So we have editor. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's Ice Cream, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority. There it is. Yeah, very exciting. He sounded excited. He was. He was. He, he was very excited at the at the party. Very. Excited. He wanted to meet George Padron in the worst way. He would have thought I gave him a billion dollars yeah. when I said I can introduce you to George. No yeah. way. You did it. I introduced him. George was just as excited to meet Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. Do you have free luck and ice cream now for life? I don't think I do, no. Well, the after story that happened with that story is they got talking to each other, and Jerry said, I would like to come down and see your facilities, and I'll come down and I'll scoop ice cream for your staff. And he flew down there, and at lunchtime, after lunch, he made ice cream for everybody, and uh, he went down. It's awesome. Yep. Um, okay, he didn't come here and make ice cream for us, but he did it for... Don't be bitter. It's ice cream. Makes me bitter. <laughs> um, last question. We have three for Ed, two for Mr. Jonathan. One point becomes a tie, and it automatically goes to Ed Sullivan as the winner. Or if you get two points, you so can now he, take the title. He needs two points? He needs two points. It's not looking good for him. But it might be something he knows the answer to. Oh, and no. Is it about dancing? No, it isn't. Died today. This is a died today. Billy the Kid, American frontier outlawsman and gunman from the Wild West, was shot by Sheriff Pat Garrett and dies of gunshot wounds at the age of 21. Oh, my golly. He was a kid. He died at 21. So he died. He wasn't born this day. He, he died. died. He died as a kid at 21 years old. Today, he died. What 1856. 1856. I think it was before that. I think it was 1880. It was 1881. I was going to say that, and I backed off one. Wow. But I still win. You win, and there is no argument here. You won four to two. 
Sort of copyright protection. It says 95 years. Ah. So it actually expires in 2024. You were right about the expiration, but yeah, you were wrong of 100 years. Year and 100, yeah. So, so next year it expires, and that means we can all use Mickey Mouse pitches? I think you can only use the images from Steamboat Willie. Uh, maybe we can, you know, do a, a broadcast viewing. So people... Steamboat Willie can now air on TV and they don't have to pay him anything. I believe so. All right, 95 years. Unless they remaster it, maybe? Uh, well, the Disney lawyers say they'll use every avenue available to them to protect their legendary character, even if the copyright is expiring. So Disney will probably still sue you, even if they can't win. Ah. And that'll prevent a lot of usage. There we go. All right, we have tickets available for the New England Cigar Expo, but I am in a deadline of especially the opening night. So the only way you go to the opening night is to buy the two-day package, and the caterer came to visit, and I'm going to need a final count soon. So I'm going to have to draw a line in the sand soon on the two-day ticket. So if you wanted to come to the New England Cigar Expo, you and your buddies are talking, or maybe you're getting a gang together, or maybe it's somebody's bachelor party, huh. uh, and you're putting or the gang together. Or bachelorette. Or bachelorette. Uh, whatever you, you're thinking of doing, now's the time to stop thinking and start taking action. The New England Cigar Expo will take place Friday and Saturday, September 29th and 30th. It's happening at the Crossing Life Church in Dreamers Ranch in Wyndham, New Hampshire. It's one city over from our Salem store. And even though it's at a church, there's no religious component. No, there will not be no. anything. Um, it will take place on uh, the opening night will take place Friday um, on September 29th. Doors will open at 6 o'clock. And you'll get a delicious prime rib dinner and 18 premium cigars mm. on, on night one. There'll be music, there'll be comedy, and somebody will win a cow. And it can be butchered for you, and you'll get a 16 mm. cubic foot freezer. You can take a half a cow and then a half a cow later, or you yeah. can take the whole cow, or I can buy you out and you can take the cash cow. There's lots of... Things that and end up going who, on. But everything has to do with cow. cows. Cows. Who's the comedian that night? It is Corey Rodriguez. <laughs> Corey Rodriguez will be the comedian. Uh, and it, it's like our anniversary parties where every year uh, is the opening night. There'll be 18 different manufacturers that are there. And we're going to have a great time. Uh, the only way you can go to that is to buy the two-day ticket. Uh, One-day tickets are available, which is the Saturday event. If you bought the two-day tickets, of course, you get both, but you can buy a one-day ticket. And the one-day ticket is Saturday, is the Saturday, September 30th. Doors will open at 11 a.m. And you will get 20 cigars on day Even two. Even more the next day. So you got 18 on the first day. You don't get two more. You get 20 more. Nice. So you get 38. And it happens to be our 38th anniversary. That's why we did that. All the cigar manufacturers will be there. We're going to have little booths for them, and you can sit mm -hmm. and talk with them. You don't have to go around getting one cigar from each one and stand in line. You get all of them when you walk through the door, and now you can schmooze with them, sit down with them, have mm -hmm. a cigar with them. Do whatever you want with them or make your way around to the many activities that will be happening there. At 12 noon, we will, God willing, be broadcasting live 
from the event of the Cigar Authority will be happening then. God should be willing. If God's not willing, I'll do it. All right. Uh, Ed Sullivan is going to be there. We're going to actually take a, a trip very soon. Uh, we we got to check out the accommodations, yes. make sure we got the bandwidth. Yeah, bandwidth. We bandwidth, need bandwidth. We need it. We will have a food truck pavilion and a cash bar that will be there at the food truck pavilion. We have lobster rolls and fried clams. We have pizza and burgers and hot dogs, and we have kowloons with all the Chinese. Talk about kowloons. 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 Yeah. There will not be cow with kowloons, <laughs> although you can get the beef and broccoli yeah. or the whatever. Uh, you might be able to get chicken Teriyaki's, wings. chicken wings. Uh, Saugus? Saugus chicken wings, which is like today's chicken wing They're day. They're very messy to eat. They are. But delicious. Yeah. Um, and then there'll be, a, there'll be live music and um, <laughs> lots of other stuff going on. But at 4 o'clock, uh, all eyes will be on the ring that will be set up there on the second day because we will have four bouts of micro-wrestling. And we have a couple of live announcers that will be doing play-by-play announcing. Surprises galore. This is the cherry on top, folks. It'll be unbelievable. If you want tickets, the two-day pass is $395. You can get a whole table reserved of 10 if you would like, and we'll reserve a spot for you or else it's going to be sit wherever you want. The one-day pass, if you just want to go to the one-day, is $225. So uh, it's an unbelievable deal, just the cigars alone. This is the first time the New England Cigar Expo, and we're going to go from there. But I'm, I'm looking to show off this time because it's the oh, first yeah. time. So uh, it, it, it look, on paper, it looks like a sensational time. I hope that's the way it's going to work out. Yeah. But uh, get the tickets now. Go to twoguyscigars.com. On the rotator, you'll see the New England Cigar Expo. Hit it and buy the tickets. Don't wait much more, or I'm going to say there's only one-day tickets left. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's it because I'm going to have to draw a line in the sand very, very shortly yeah. to give them a, a – Count on prime rib dinners, right? So the guy's got to secure everything he needs um, for that. Jonathan, I think Bruce Andex apparently speaks good Dave. He says Charles Schwab was an investor, not inventor. Oh, <laughs> I, I bet you that's what it is, and it might even say it on the app. Oh, without question, it says it. <laughs> he was an investor. Right. That's it. You got to speak Dave, right? It's, oh, it's a he, language in itself. He got it. I missed that <laughs> one. <laughs> that is funny and true. All right, final thoughts here on 22 degrees north. 83 degrees west. Does it need a new name? We're going to get into that next week. We're going to repackage this thing. The answer is yes. Yeah. You got a uh, you got a scotch. Uh, we just had uh, National Scotch Day the other day. Mm. Uh, that was Thursday. Mm. Uh, and it, you, you got your scotch on the rocks. At the end, the ice has melted. It's the last sip. And just a sprinkle of cinnamon on there. That's what I'm getting on this 2283 in the final third. Would you say it's full-bodied? <clears throat> I would say it is full flavored and that it's maybe a five or six strength. Plus. Seven. I'll go six. Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> Why can't you just back yours down one so that you're, you look like a man once in a while? Because I'm telling the truth of it is, but here's this. The first group came in, group D, mm. and they're way low. I showed you. Well, I told you I would have rated it stronger than the right. group did. They're way low. Hmm. 
I wish there was a measurement to prove everybody wrong. To say, see, I told you all this time. There is. It's called the masses. When the masses say no. something, that's the answer. No, because I think part of it is I want to act like a band, like you're telling me. Why don't you go lower just to be a man? It's because be- I'm trying to be accurate. It's- I'm not trying to be a man. I am a man. I'm trying to help <laughs> you be better. He's a grown-ass man. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Physically. Physically. All right. That's it. We made it. We made it through. Uh, that is it. Next week, packaging and rebranding cigars and uh, featuring another one of our private labels. Uh, we'll smoke. I forget what that is. I don't know. I don't get the postcard. Nor no. do I. No. He, d- he does, but he doesn't read it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be writing it now. I'm going to be actually making it yeah. myself. So you'll all get it. I'll be on top of that because I'm going to make it better than it was, right? That's the idea of it. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And you may have learned something today which makes you The Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.